0: Good morning, podcast. Thank you so much to everybody who wished me a happy birthday yesterday. I don't know if you caught the live stream yesterday, but obviously maybe the most exciting thing I've worked on in a long, long time, if ever, uh, my own winery, Empathy Wines, uh, empathywines.com. I'm so proud. And if this podcast has brought you any value and you buy wine in any shape or form, it would mean the world to me if you went to empathywines.com right now or shared empathywines.com. on your social media. Um, We are selling our subscriptions. Uh, We make a rose, a white, a red. The rose comes out in February, uh, early March. The white comes out in June, May, June. Uh, The red comes out in October. I'm unbelievably excited about it. Uh, The best $20 wine in the world is my ambition. Uh, Go to check out the website, empathywines.com, and you'll see all the action on it. Uh, I would, it would really, really, really mean a lot to me if you at least minimally subscribe to the three pack, which will give you nine wines a year, nine bottles, three rose, three white, three red. But if you're a wine drinker and you join Club Empathy, which is a case of each, which lowers it to uh, 20 bucks a bottle, best price, um, you get to have a sommelier in your pocket, a SMS service that answers any wine question at any time based on when the team's live, which we're gonna try to stretch. Um, and, uh, and I think it's really special, so make sure you also click the club empathy part. Uh, thanks for listening to my podcast, and if you know anybody into wine, you can pass it on. Uh, I think you can tell, more than sneakers, more than 4Ds, more than events. As you can imagine, if you know anything about me, this is so near and dear to me. Uh, I'm definitely gonna be looking at sales today to see if the podcast came through. Uh, do we have a notes section when you buy? No. There's no notes section when you buy in the shopping room. Right, I was going to say, say it came from the podcast. Tweet me, if you, uh, tweet me, Gary Vee if you bought right now from the podcast. I'm just curious and I'm also very grateful and I want to at least heart it or thumbs it up or reply to a couple of you. So that's it. Enjoy today's podcast. I'm super pumped about it. Talk to you later. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be there. Um, first and foremost, I'm very flattered to be here. I, I think this is a very powerful conference, and what Tim and crew are putting together here, I think, is extremely relevant and very, very important. And, and I'm really, really humbled to uh, get this time to yap with you guys. Uh, just a little quick context, because I know I don't have a whole lot of time. I was born in Belarus in the former Soviet Union, and I came here in 1978 when I was three years old. My family lived in a studio apartment with eight family members about the size of this couch and uh, it was tough and we worked really hard and um, my dad got a small liquor store in New Jersey. I was very entrepreneurial, lemonade stands, baseball cards, all that stuff and then my dad dragged my ass into the liquor store when I was 14, paid me two bucks an hour to bag ice for 12 hours a day. That sucked and... Eventually, I started getting passionate about wine because people collected it and that's where I came from, so that brought me my interest. I launched winelibrary.com in 1997 and a lot of the talk about what social media can bring to the table right now reminds me a whole lot of 97 when people were talking about whether Amazon had a shot of winning or are these web things a fad. And I think why I'm here today and what I wanna talk about is how it's relevant to, to this universe. What, what I think is really intriguing is that I built this large business, grew the business from a couple million dollars a year to a $60 million a year business in a very short period of time, leveraging web 1.0. Lots of ads, having a site, all that good jazz. I want to buy the New York Jets. And on my 30th birthday, I realized that I couldn't because wine shipping laws in America suck and I can't ship wine to Boston or Maryland or many other places so if anybody in the room here can fix that that'd be awesome but what I what was interesting was I turned 30 and I freaked out because I didn't think that that model would get me to where I wanted to be because of the restrictive market and I decided to build the one thing I knew that could not be taken away from me, which was my personal brand. And on February 2006, I sat in front of a camera and drank wine for 20 minutes, reviewing the three wines, and decided I was gonna build my personal brand by building Wine Library TV. Somehow, four years later, hundreds of thousands of people watched that every single day. It grew my personal brand, but what was most important and most relevant to this room, in my opinion, is how I went about building that brand and why it's so relevant to elections, to this space, to the transparency that offers such amazing, amazing opportunity. In my opinion, America is right now the brand that my parents were sold when we came here. From a business standpoint, which is where I do a lot of consulting and where my career has led me to, entrepreneurs in business have so much more opportunity because of the World Wide Web. The internet, the web, the consumer web is 15 years old. It's only been 15 or 16 years since AOL spammed our actual mailboxes with a CD. And it has completely changed the landscape. There are going to be enormous amounts of people that win elections in November leveraging things like Facebook and Twitter. And I'll be very honest with you. I could care less about Facebook or Twitter. I could care absolute less. I'm not a techie. The most techie I was when I was... 18 years old was I had Sega Genesis and played NHL 94. I did not grow up with an Apple. It was not my world. I'm not romanced by this platform. I'm always romanced by the message. And we are living in an outrageously transparent world. You're gonna hear a lot of smart people. The two ladies before me were amazing. You're gonna hear a ton more. But what I'm passionate about in my short 10 minutes, if I could communicate anything, very much like, you know, the thing I'm trying to communicate to my clients like the National Hockey League or Campbell's or Forbes, some of the clients I have with VaynerMedia is this. Shit's changed. The ship has sailed. This is here. The ability for us to communicate with each other is on like Donkey Kong. And that has absolutely fundamentally changed everything and we've seen it change dramatically, the opportunities in business. My web show is watched by more people than are subscribed to Wine Spectator and Robert Parker combined. I was able to disrupt my marketplace in 24 months leveraging the power of these tools and that was 06 pre-Twitter and I was scared to use Facebook because I didn't want to be the creepy old guy peddling wines to the kids. So, it was it's very very important to understand how it is such a game changer and The ability for somebody to win an election, the ability for somebody to rally a cause right now, doesn't necessarily stand on dollars alone. And money, for the first time in a very long time, has been subsidized. It's been stopped. And that is a very important fact. Hollywood. How many of you in this room know what the movie Bo Rat was? Please raise your hands. Don't be lazy. Thank you. Sacha Baron Cohen made a movie, Borat, very successful. He followed it up with a movie called Bruno. It opened on a Wednesday night. It is the largest grossing movie for a Wednesday night in cinema history. The next day, Thursday, the movie collapsed. Worst Thursday ever for a Wednesday opening movie. What Hollywood knew was this. If they threw enough money at marketing, they had two, three weeks to pull in enough revenue against that spend, and the movie could be successful. Literally, nine months ago, a year ago, when this movie came out, and they saw those numbers, there are 30 to 100 projects shelved because the movie sucks, and what happened with Bruno was, people came out of the theater that Wednesday night and started Facebooking, texting, and Twittering that the movie sucked, and nobody went and saw it. Word of mouth is on steroids now. Things travel, and there's absolutely no hiding. There is no opportunity for a candidate to have a more conservative message within their state, upstate, and then go a little more liberal down here because every one of those talks are going to be seen, critiqued, and that transparency is messing with people because just like the brands that I do work for and just like I did for a long time buying full page ads in the New York Times or the Wine Spectator, we have all collectively been in the push business for the last 70 and 80 years. We have a message, we pound it down your damn throat and you're gonna either accept it and I'll win or you're gonna lose. Now, we all live in a completely upside down game. We are all in the pull business. And giving a crap and actually caring is going to scale. I'm writing a book right now just to shut up everybody about the ROI of social media once and for all. It's called The Thank You Economy. If you are not aware, if you are confused, if you're baffled or curious on how leveraging these tools can impact your business, your brand, your tenancy, your cause, then you are not paying attention to the way it's always been, how things shift. People love to draw lines in the sand. Please don't be lazy on me, you're leaving after this, and I'm not going over time like the other girls. I'm gonna leave in a second. So, please raise your hand. How many people in this room said the following things to themselves? I will never get a Facebook account. Please raise your hand right now. Don't be lazy. If you said that to yourself, raise them higher. How many of those people now have a Facebook account? Please raise your hands. How many people said this doozy? And some of you are being lazy, so raise your hand because this is a real good one. You don't want to admit it. How many of you said, I will never get a cell phone. Why would I want anybody to contact me anytime they want? Please raise your hand. Don't lie. Please raise. I love the honesty this time. Thank you. Of those people, I'm just curious, how many of you do not have a cell phone? Do not. One. Oh, I see it. I see you. Nice work. (laughs) We, as human beings, are very good at drawing lines in the sand. What I'm interested in and where I always pay attention to is where are we drawing lines and realizing we're gonna cross them. I think this sector... Is the next line to have a lot of jump over. And sure, you know, a lot of people talk about Obama's campaign, or I'm from Jersey. You know, Mayor Booker's done an amazing job leveraging Twitter. He's like shoveling people's driveways, you know, when they tweet that it didn't come, doing nice things. But we're about to see a heavy movement. It's going to happen fast and quick, and people are going to be confused how it happened. You should not be confused. We're living in it right now, and it's not stopping for anybody. I hope you have a great day. Love your family.